You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, everybody, to the most important podcast in your life here on the Bleeding Green Nation podcast feed. I'm Brandon Lee Gelton. I'm here today with Benjamin Solak. That's right. You asked for it. You, the people are clamoring for this, Ben. It's the Jersey they always are. Numbers Analytics Podcast, the full edition. We did an emergency one, you know, when Jalen Hurts changed his number and they announced some free agency additions and all of that. But it's the real thing now that the rookie jersey numbers are in for not only the draft picks, but the undrafted rookie free agent signings as well. I remember last year we had to wait till like August to get this done because of the delay. We have it now on a more regular time in May. It's great to be here. Ben, how are you feeling as we enter this epic endeavor? Is the Jersey Number Analytics pod the main reason why the league changed the rules on which players get to wear which numbers? The, the streets are saying there's a chance this is why. That the league saw the pod and they're like, we got to continue. We got to give them more content. We got to give them a greater challenge. We're going to open all the numbers to all the positions. I think... I, Again, the streets are saying, Brandon. I want to go over those changes real quick at the top of the show. Of course, uh, we will get into the analytics for every single player on the Eagles roster, even some of the tryout players they have currently trying out for the team during rookie minicamp. But the changes that you referenced there. So running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends can now wear 1 through 49 and 80 through 89. Defensive backs can now wear any number from 1 through 49. Linebackers can now wear any number from 1 through 59, and then 90 through 99. And now all offensive linemen can wear 50 through 79. Previously, I believe only centers were allowed in the 50s. Um, What stayed the same is quarterbacks consulted to pick between 1 and 19, I think specialists too. And then uh, defensive line options haven't changed at all. They're still, uh, what's it, like 50 through 79 and then 90 through mm-hmm. 99. So so those that's the rundown there. Right. Uh, obviously, has expanded. Hasn't, like, majorly impacted the Eagles yet, but we'll get into that. Um, uh, before we hop into all of the action, which, again, like I, I joke about the clamoring thing, but, Ben, like, anytime people legitimately out, do ask, people, like, flood the mentions on Twitter, at Brandon Gowton, at uh, Benjamin Solak, and they're like, where's the Jersey number analytics pod? And I was like, look, I want to get to it, but the Eagles did us a, a little bit dirty, and they released the rookie jersey numbers on the same day that they had the NFL schedule release. So we couldn't get to it then because we had to analyze the schedule, but it's all right. We're here now. And you literally put in the schedule published, like, hey later not now <laughs> yes later we'll get to it uh but here we are um but of course bgn radio brought to you by right to sell and craft jerky you can go to right to sell com. use discount code bgn for 15 percent off meat snacks and wildnaturepet.com dog treats go to wildnaturepet.com use discount code bgn 15 for 15 percent off ben let's start with number one oh, we don't have to go long on this player uh because we already talked about him when he changed his number earlier this year it's dealing hurts he's number one now I forgot. We did talk about him. When did we do that? We, we did an emergency reaction. People oh, wanted an emergency reaction just for the Hurts thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> We're the best. Uh, no, it is good. Two was good. One is even better, especially because Carson's now wearing two in Indianapolis. I find that hilarious, and I think that one is a good sign for Jalen, uh, who I'm I'm very excited to see in year two, and I hope that he's tremendous. Yes, very, feeling very strongly about Jalen Hurts in one. I think it's a great move for him. The list of quarterbacks that wear number two in the NFL is not very good. I read it before. Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz now among them. So switching over to one is a big deal. Like, love to see it. Now, number two now, then. The mm-hmm. new number two on the Eagles roster, Darius Slay, switched from 24, which he wore because of Kobe Bryant. And he said that last year, you know, when, after the Eagles acquired him. And when he's picking his jersey number, he's now wearing number two. Your thoughts? So the any player that changes their number has to buy out the league's inventory of their yes. old number, right? This, this year, if they change next offseason, they won't yes. have to do that. But this year, yes. So... This is very, it's, it's a very big deal. Uh, it is cool, but also Darius Slate is 30. And so um, there's a little bit of like a, like you kind of expect the youth to be doing this. And Darius is like, I'm still the youth. And it's like, well, maybe. Um, he and Miles both wanted too, right? He and Sanders were both wanted it. And then they rock, paper, scissors for it. Uh, I definitely think two is better for Slay than I do for Miles Sanders. 26 is like a good running back number. There's nothing wrong with that. Whereas a corner wearing a single digit is always, to me, like, legit. So I'm happy that Darius Slay got it. Uh, I'm not sure it'll do much for him. Again, it does a little bit feel like, you know. Darius, how many people are going to be buying your jersey, man? Like, that's my main question. I do not like it. I think it's a downgrade. I think 24 was fine. And he had a good reasoning for it, too, with the Kobe. Like, there was a good reason behind having 24 for him. And now he's down to number two. It makes me think about how he doesn't even have two interceptions with the team yet. Uh, His next interception will be his second one. So, uh, great. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully he's changing his number to, like, eight next year. (laughs) Yes, there we go. The team will be the eighth one. I I don't love it. I really don't. I think it's... I, I... I don't want to be Mr. Anti-Fun, Ben, but I don't love to the extent... I think it was okay to maybe loosen some things with the jersey numbers, but I think they kind of went too extreme on it, and I think the reasoning was stupid, too. I, I've talked about this with RJ Ochoa, um, my my partner in crime here in the NFC East mixtape, about how like you didn't need to change the whole jersey system because like they were worried about like practice squads expanding and those numbers getting like who ca- who cares what practice squad players are wearing like you could have them wear like roman numerals like, it doesn't all right matter. Like, bill it- belichick i'm putting jared <laughs> stidham in 58 all right come on now <laughs> I, I just don't love it so Deion I, I sanders used to wear two in like every single training camp but then um, he would change his number back because obviously he couldn't where two is a, a, an actual live game but i'm just saying a corner in a single digit is usually like all right that guy's legit I don't love it. D'Angelo Hall did that, too, for uh, Washington. Uh, he would wear two in practice. He's good players. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson would wear number one in practice at the time. So, uh, Right, and like that aesthetic, wide receiver, like Devontae and six for Slay and two in camp is going to be fun. That's all I'm saying. All right, so let's move on to number three. Hey, there is no number three, so we'll skip over that and get to number four, Jake Elliott. Now, if I'm not mistaken here, and I'm just realizing this now, there was like a rumor going around for a little bit that like, Miles Sanders, after Darius Slay getting number two, Miles Sanders had said something like on his Instagram live about switching to number four, which if he did that, I mean, cut him because that's terrible. That is a awful number yeah. for running, running backs. backs in single digits is not as cool as corners in single digits. No, is, really. I bad. feel this strongly. Yeah. Um. So thankfully he didn't do that. And it's Jake Elliott's number anyway. So like, I don't know. Was he right. just going to like 
you know, and Jake Elliott, as an Elliott. established member of the Eagles, whose job has never once even come under question, is obviously going to keep four. Thank you for your time. Jake Elliott, who could realistically get cut during the season this year, no, if he, I don't know about that. If he just, well, if he just bombs out, like I think it. I mean, financially, I'm speaking from like a financial perspective. I think you know this season, like they could, like remember last season, it was like, oh, they can't even do it because they're like going to lose cap space. Like I think it becomes financially, not financially, financially realistic. Uh, I mean, obviously. Hope it doesn't come to that, but I'm I'm just putting that out there. So and it won't uh, because Jake Kelly is good at his job and has never missed a kick. Again, thank you for your time. Uh, number five, you always forget that Donovan McNabb's number is retired somehow, but it is. So right. including I'm that, pulling up the Eagles retired jersey number list. Devontae Smith, number six. To me, Ben, this is a Hall of Fame career right here with him wearing number six in college, number he dominated in. Now you hate Devontae Smith, so you can talk yeah. about why that's the case. Uh, right now don't hate Devonte smith do think that six is the best number for him uh and i we've talked I, we used to talk about it with the tight ends a lot in terms of like how bulky is the number and how does that like how wide is it and how that makes you look there's nothing to be done with Devonte. there's no number wide enough or skinny enough to i think change the perspective on his frame oh my goodness like i knew he was thin those clips from day one of, mini, of rookie minicamp Yep. He is a rail thin dude. Every single time he, I watched him get hit hundreds of times at college. And every time he gets hit in the NFL, I will freak out because I will think there's no way he's getting back up, but he's a tough cookie. Uh, but yeah, no six is cool. It's a good vibe. Uh, I especially like it because like he's, he's a very unique player and six isn't even like a very common wide receiver number, even in college where there's been single digit numbers. You know what I mean? So it's definitely like him. And I like that. I think that, that that it could certainly be a classic if he pans out, which I hope and believe he will. But I do acknowledge the the potential that he may not. Howie Roseman talked about how there are going to be a lot of number six jerseys in the stands, the link this fall. I believe that will be the case. I think yeah. six is going to be a really popular jersey number here for years to come. I couldn't be higher on Devontae Smith. I did happen to notice, Ben, that he does look very skinny or yes. very thin Small in man. person six for uh yeah 160 pounds that's what it stands for i will say i've said i don't know if i've said this on this podcast before nothing bothers me more than when players have like their personal logos and they try to fold their number into the logo right like how the tom mm. brady the tb12 logo looks terrible the jared goff g jg16 logo horrible right Didn't like, know jared goff had a logo <laughs> yes you can look it up it's so bad it looks like an, it's like alarm clock style you know what i mean to make it work it's really bad uh Devonte's personal logo not having six stock up good job just ds Devonte smith and i also wear number six and it doesn't have to be in the logo good job well branded my friend and it's in the shape of a v so you got the d you got the all the capital letters there DVS, oh for Devonte, i didn't even, i didn't think about that is that a thing boom it is if you yeah if you look at his logo it's like shaped like a V. Uh, so feel great about Devontae Smith in six keeping that number that he dominated from in college to the NFL makes all the sense in the world. Joe Flacco on the other hand wearing number seven. Oh, bad. Corey Clement just signed with the Giants. Oh my gosh, breaking news. Uh, he was he, not a shock because he was in tryouts with them. Um, that's a that's a bummer. Uh, I also think he might be donezo because he hasn't done anything here in a while. But uh, I hope I'm wrong for his sake. I I'm hope I'm right for the sake of the Eagles playing the Giants. Um, Corey just seven, needs to sign with every with the Jets, and then he'll have every jersey adjacent team 
and he'll just have just operated from home for his entire NFL career. Uh, so, well, speaking of the Jets, Ben, former Jets quarterback, uh, probably your mom's favorite player, Joe Flacco, number seven. No. Uh, seven for where on a scale from one to ten I was upset <laughs> when the Eagles signed him. That's what, that's what the seven stands for it's there. too low. <laughs> Freaking Joe Flacco. It's ridiculous. He's on his roster. Sure, um, Joe, we're seven. At least it's not like, I was going to say at least it's not five, but five is retired. So pfft. there you go. I think it was Bo Wolf this week that tweeted out like how Joe Flacco and Blake Bortles have similar stats, except Blake Bortles is making the minimum and Flacco is making three point five million dollars. Yeah, so, think about how good Joe was developing Drew Locke and Sam Darnold. Yeah, and, and how open he is to that. All right, anyway, enough Flacco stuff. Uh, you should have worn eleven. Aaron, well, we'll get to that. Aaron Sabas, the only Eagles punter on the roster right now, which is kind of a surprise because you would have thought that the Eagles might have at least signed an undrafted rookie free agent to compete with him, and they still might. That's mm-hmm. there's It's possible. Um, they could also bring in a veteran still. There's plenty of time before training camp, but a little surprising. We talked about it before uh, with him getting eight. I like it. Uh, I think Donnie, you know, Donnie Jones had eight. I think it's a good punter number. It's, uh, it's a good choice by him. I think he's going to win the punter battle just because of this. Yeah, no, it's good juju on eight for sure. Uh, I do want to know how many Eagles fans could spell his name? First, how many Eagles fans know who the Eagles punter is? And then yeah, of they, that subset, who could actually spell his name? Right now, yeah, sitting no, in your car, try to spell Aaron Sipos, and then check if you're right. You can, uh, I mean, is that even good to tweet us at? Because you're, they could look it up at that point. If, you, if, you're, if you want to play it true, and you're not going to cheat, and you actually want to guess his name without looking it up, and try to spell it out. <laughs> Just send us a tweet with your best spelling of Aaron Sipos. Tweet at us, at Brandon Gowton, at Benjamin Solak, at BGN underscore radio, with hashtag uh, Eagles punter, and <laughs> then the spelling of what you think his name is. All right, so that'll be good. Moving on to number nine, which is Nick Foles and not being given out. So going on to number 10, Jamie Newman, the Eagles third string quarterback right now, mm-hmm. Ben, um, the only quarterback they have in rookie minicamp. How do you feel about a Jamie Newman? I liked Jamie coming out. I thought he was draftable. Uh, 2019 Wake Forest, really productive. The RPOEist of offenses, um, which hard, like made his evaluation more tricky, but also having him in the building is kind of fun because then your offensive staff can be like, hey, like, what the fuck were you guys doing? Because they did like they I don't know if you ever watched the Wake Forest offense, at the college level, but it's like usually on an RPL, you have the mesh point, right? Where the quarterback's going to hand the ball to the running back and he rides that mesh point. So he puts the ball in the running back's belly and then he keeps his hands on it, even as the running back's moving forward to have the ability to, after a short duration of time, pull that ball out and then throw it. And that's how the RPL works, right? Uh, at Wake, they would have the running back come to the mesh point, quarterback put the ball in his belly, and then they would walk forward together. And they'd be at the mesh point for like over a second where the quarterback's just reading the route. And it's giving your RPO so much more time to develop. So Wake Forest is doing some really creative things. And so it's fun to get that quarterback into the building and then like just pick his brain a little bit. Uh, Clearly NFL arm, clearly NFL size, also his movement skills. It's very much so like the Khalil Tate sort of uh, signing from a couple years ago where it's like could have been drafted, wasn't drafted, get him in the building, see what it's like. Uh, And so do I think that he... Is, makes the roster no but he's fun to to bring to the building uh i like i liked what jamie was and he's also got good size as well he's like 632 20 225 234 234 mother mary so he's also a potential position switch guy as well depending on just how athletic he is which he didn't test so you don't really know but i like jamie 
Nick Sirianni did say he is a big man. That's one of the first things he said about him when he asked about Jamie Newman. So, yeah, I like it too. I think it makes sense, obviously, just from a standpoint of Flacco isn't anything for this team. And maybe very good chance Newman isn't anything in the NFL. But uh, you don't have an established starter as a long-term franchise guy. Why not take a chance on a lottery ticket? And maybe you can – I mean, he's your new Nate Sudfeld in terms of, like, developmental guy. But maybe one right. who can actually develop into something. We'll see. But – uh is that Nate, did Nate sign somewhere? He's a San Francisco. The 49ers. So if Trey Lance and Jimmy G. And Nick well, Mullins. And CJ Beathard. They all get hurt all somehow, not on the roster. And then Nate Sudfeld comes to Philly in week two for the Eagles home opener. <laughs> Boom. Uh, number 11, Carson Wentz. They're not giving it out. Total cowards. They should, they should. give that number out immediately. Uh, number 12, Randall Cunningham. Is not that jersey number is not being given out as long as Jeff Lurie is owning the team. Number 13, Travis Fulgham. Don't have a lot to say about our friend Travis Fulgham other than I would like to see him play mm-hmm. this year instead of just like not playing. So, <laughs> that would be preferable. I agree. Uh, number 14, Kenny Gainwell. Now, the Eagles are listing him as Kenneth Gainwell, even though he said he prefers Kenny Gainwell and he goes by Kenny Gainwell. So, okay. And Kenny Gainwell sounds better in broadcaster. Yeah. Oh, it's Kenny G. Like, duh. Like, mm-hmm. we're calling him Kenneth G instead of Kenny G. Really? Like, <laughs> we're that's what we're him doing? Kenneth? <laughs> so, number 14. Uh, yikes. I really don't, don't like this. Uh, no. It's not a running back number. Oh, I no. like it. Well, I think 14 in part has been sullied for me by, you know, Riley Cooper. Obviously, like, I can't see that jersey number and not think of him, unfortunately. So, uh, not Gainwell's fault, obviously, but. I just I don't like it. I I guess like if you're trying to sell me on this is a, a running back, you know, with wide receiver skills. So oh, he has a wide receiver number. That's fun. I just don't love it. Tell me why you do like it. Because he's not a running back. He's a gadget player. That's what. Mm. That's the thing with Kenny to me is that I wasn't the biggest Gainwell fan coming out. Round four Ooh, was where wow. I would have taken him, and that's where the Eagles took him. There was a potential like talk with him in round two or in in day two, and I thought that would have been steep. So I like where they took him. Uh I think like guys like Michael Carter and Trey Sermon, they were off the board, so it's an appropriate pick. But more so than Daryl Henderson and Antonio Gibson, both of whom have come out in recent years, both of whom have had clear running back builds, Gainwell has got a thinner, more wide receiver, slot wide receiver sort of a build. And build is important with running back. You have to have uh, contact balance. And that's one of the areas in which I think that Gainwell is lacking uh, if you're going to be able to play through the tackles and play through those tight areas. And so even though like, when Gibson and Gainwell played together in 2019, Gainwell was the primary ball carrier, and then Gibson was like change of place plus play slot receiver randomly. Like they would still flex Gainwell out wide. Um, and to me, he's going to be best used in a gadgety way where he takes the majority of his snaps in running back, but he should take, like Naeem Hines in Indianapolis, a significant number of snaps in the slot or flexed all the way outside. Uh, and with how much Miles Sanders struggled to catch the ball last year, yeah, makes sense that they brought in Gainwell. So to me, gadgety player is gadgety number, which 14 is. You know what I mean? Like a four, I'm fine with 14 on a running back so long as that running back also lines up out wide. And I think Gainwell's going to do that. So I like it. 15 is retired. So that is 16. Quez Watkins, who switched, I believe, from 80 to 16, which I think is an upgrade for him. Yes. Um, Quez is a thinner guy. I think 16 looks a little better. 80, I just don't love the eights and the zeros. Right. 
specifically in the Eagles font too. It just 80 doesn't look good. It just doesn't. The aesthetic is not very pleasing at all. 80 reminds me of like Adam Zaruba, former CFL or not, not even CFL, like Canadian rugby player, like trying to move to tight end. It's, it's not, it's not a good number for the Eagles specifically on some other Jersey like fonts and other teams. It's a great number. It works totally, but not for the Eagles. So uh, upgrade for Quez. Any thoughts on Quez? 16 just reminds me of Bryce Traggs. So the hope is that he is more than Bryce Traggs. Yes. 16 yeah. has a bad history here. Like yes. in terms of like, we, there's not, there hasn't been a good number 16, I think maybe really ever for the Eagles, or at least it's been, it's been very long. I forget. Um, it's been a while. Number 17 though. Brad I thought this. Who? He was oh, 16, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, well, he wasn't good. I was just trying to think about the 16s. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a good NFL player at one yeah, time, yeah. but yes. Uh, Khalil Tate, Ben, is wearing who you mentioned earlier and is playing wide receiver. Uh, I, I, the, the level of disrespect here is just so good. They gave out Alshon's number to a college quarterback turned wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing wide receiver number for Khalil Tate, which is hilarious to me. It, it's, it's fantastic. It, it doesn't make any sense that he should be getting this. And, uh, I, th- to me, this is total confirmation for those people who are still out there and don't believe that like Alshon like trashed Carson Wentz, um, which, you know, maybe, Hey, it's it's more like favorable that he did that in hindsight, but still like kind of not the right way to go about it. Still, I think we can all say uh, this is their confirmation of that. Or <laughs> to some extent, this is like mm-hmm. we don't really miss you, all, Sean. What was Greg Ward wearing before he got eighty four? Anything? He was wearing number four, I think, in his first camp with the Eagles, and I think then he was at number six before yeah, right. he like made the roster. Right. I mean, like again, this is like these quarterback converts keep landing these great wide receiver numbers, which is. Good news for Khalil, man. I hope it goes well. It's a really good number for the situation he's in. Of yeah. course, though, I'm I I would put him at the very bottom of the team's wide receiver depth chart. I mean, just because he's learning the position. Um, eighteen, Jalen Rager. I don't feel super optimistic about Jalen Rager's outlook, Ben. Uh, tell me why I'm wrong. If he, I mean, if he's gonna be good, this is a really good coaching staff for it with, with Sirianni, who's obviously a wide receiver guy. So you like that. Uh, I also think that the best role for Rager in the NFL, at least to get his sea legs under him, if not his established role long-term, is going to be a short area player who creates after the catch. Uh, Because the toughness, timing, elevation ability down the field on the vertical tree isn't necessarily good. So unless he's getting free release... Uh, you don't like him as much as a, as a downfield player. And so when he came out, that's what I liked him as. Uh, the Eagles occasionally would use him as that, and then they would use him as completely different things last year. He never got his sea legs under him, never had a clear role to just start in and learn uh, coming out of a TCU offense that was very, very basic. Uh, this offense really likes that player. He likes that mesh player, those underneath guys, those quick, you know, that that no cover zone and like quarters defenses, like that's where Rager's going to be successful. And then I think he's good with the ball in his hands. He's got the returner ability. Uh, he's got good explosiveness and he's got good density. And so I think that he can get that role down in year one. And it's going to be a role that Jalen Hurts needs, given where he likes to throw the ball and what the offense wants. And so all of that should coalesce very, very nicely. With that said, like the want to has to be there and the Eagles mm-hmm. probably aren't going to win a lot of games again this year. And so if Rager is going to be a player who, checks out when the going gets tough, which I think that that was something that you saw him do last year, then the the ceiling is very, very clear on you because the coaching staff isn't going to want to use you uh, if you're going to be a player who runs hot only when the offense is hot. That's a really critical point. I was reading, because uh, I think Kist was talking about a lot 
Michael Hiss, remember him when he used to be on the other uh, wow. podcast? He was okay. talking about uh, a lot of those things that we saw from Rager last year. This wasn't like, hey, this player like was doing all these things in college, and then all of a sudden he came into Philly, and then like, oh, we never seen that before. No, those things were there in terms of like running out of bounds instead of like trying to fight for contact when he maybe has an opportunity to do so, and kind of just bad body language and everything. So, uh, would hope to see that improved. Uh, Eighteen is a fine number for him, but. Uh, He'll be okay. Yeah. He'll be fine. We'll see. All right. So, Jay Jaw, someone who's probably not going to be okay. <laughs> and then might be, we'll see, could be, very realistically, mm-hmm. in his last offseason with the team. Number 19, of course, he's had that for a while. Um, I don't know, Ben. I, they, I, I mean, yeah. So, Jay Jaw, like, Rager's going to be fine because of the athletic ability. Jay Jaw, it was very clear from day one when he came onto the NFL field that he just did not have the requisite juice. Uh, and then... You're like, all right, well, he can still be a contested catch player. And then he was just dropping contested catches left and right. It's like, all right, what is going on? Uh, So he is another player. So he's a player who definitely suffered for the Eagles' inability to develop, but also never really came in and showed you anything. Whereas you certainly had your, like, week one deep ball from Rager. And, like, you've had, like, you know, some of his underneath, uh, like, you know, his screens and whatever go for plus gains and so on and so forth. Uh, The Eagles have Artega Whiteside, Fulgham, Jamon Osbin and Travon Grimes. And they're all like 6'2 plus, 210, 215 plus, vertical, contested catch, can block. And blocking a blocking wide receiver is very important to this offense. Offense needs a blocking wide receiver. It's critical. Someone's going to get that job and someone's going to stick on the depth chart. Someone's going to start and someone's going to be wide receiver five and six and be able to do special team stuff. Whiteside doesn't have much special teams ability, uh, has had multiple seasons to prove himself in that role and, and hasn't. And so to me, it's going to be like Fulgham Grimes or Fulgham Osborne. My bet would be Fulgham Grimes. Uh, and yeah, I don't think JJ makes a team. All right. So let's take a break here. Still have a lot of roster to get through. So we'll have to, we'll have to increase our speed through some of these. But uh, before we take a break, obviously, BGN Radio, again, brought to you by Right to Selling Craft Turkey, which you can go get by going to Right to Selling.com. And why not get yourself a snack? The summertime is coming up. What better summertime? Get a snack. I mean, a lot of people say, Ben, that um, we're snacks here at BGN Radio. Yeah, a lot of, like, people are saying that. So uh, you, can you get us at rightsofselling.com? <laughs> I don't know. Go oh, to the website and we're, try we're to see if it's out. an option. <laughs> and use discount code BGN for 15% off. Also, again, if you have a pet, they want to have a snack too. So, And they might be a snack. Don't eat dogs. That's not the point. <laughs> Go to wildnaturepet.com and use discount code VDN15 for 15% off. Ben, this is where you say back after this. I know. I was going to leave a little space. I've edited the pod before. Back after this. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, 
and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Back here on BGN Radio, the Jersey Number Analytics Edition. Ben, Andrew Adams, 21. He's a safety. I'm going to pair him here with Marcus Epps, who is 22. Andrew Adams, I feel like I've been saying, ideally, this is a player like who doesn't make the team because your youth at safety, like Graylin Arnold and Elijah Riley and mm-hmm. whoever else kind of steps up. And if he kind of makes the team, it's a sign that those guys didn't. So not really the best thing for the team long term. Uh, I feel like these are like corner numbers, though. I feel like I'm envisioning like Jose Leo Hansen, Patrick Robinson wearing number 21. I'm envisioning uh, Asante Samuel wearing 22. And they're on safety. So I think in theory, in like in a, a vacuum, these are good numbers, but I don't know. I think players not necessarily deserving of them. Yeah, my number one candidate for has a number better than his ability is Marcus Apps wearing 22. Uh, 22 is such a good number. Uh, no, I agree. I, I agree. You've always been bigger on this safety shouldn't wear 20s than I have. I don't mind it as much. But yes, I would like to see ideally both 21 and 22 be numbers that become available um because i would much rather the eagles safety depth chart be like mcleod harris cave and then i think if you're calling jacoby stevens that but they're calling him a linebacker so okay one can stay but yeah it's probably epps uh adams right who like you know was their big first cycle of free agency signing 21 that's nice but yeah i don't i don't necessarily i'd rather that number enter the market as it were 23 is obviously really good on Rodney McLeod. Don't think we need to spend too much time on that one. Number 24 for Jordan Howard is back to what he was when he first joined the team. Since he's rejoined the team, he was wearing like, he was 34 before this change. I think he was 38 at one point last year. I don't know if he ever actually wore that in a game. He's like had a bunch of different numbers here. Right. I think he had it like while he was on the practice squad, and then he, he actually changed it. Anytime so, Jordan what, Howard's actually been good, he was wearing 24. At all other yes. times, under all other numbers, not good. At some times wearing 24, still not good. But anytime he was good, was wearing 24. Great way to put it, but <laughs> I also I also think he is just cooked. I just yeah. think. He said that. He was like, I thought I was done. <laughs> I, I thought no one was going to sign me. So And then the uh, Eagles, baby! <laughs> <laughs> And then I suckered them into signing me. Um, Miles Sanders, we talked about him earlier. If he switched out of 26, that would have been really bad. But 26 works for him. I have been saying over and over that I think Miles Sanders had a sneakily bad year last year. And I mean, not obviously not as a guy mm-hmm. who can give you like a home run hitting juice as a running back. But I mean, he was terrible as a third down back last year. He like led the NFL in drops for running backs. Yeah, he, He's also not the sort of back that this staff's going to like because he's irresponsible mm. in his reads. Uh, and mm. this staff had Marlon Mack, who's a similar player. And then they drafted Jonathan Taylor, top 40. Uh, mm. Yeah. I'm sure everybody in the entire world who's added me and been like, you liked J. John. He's bad. You didn't like Miles Sanders and he's good. will be quick to apologize in the event that Sanders struggles under this staff. I'm probably, I can't wait to get all those apologies. Uh yeah, so I'm, <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. mean, my well, Miles showed potential as a rookie, as a pass catcher, and everything. And I am by no means out on him. He is what, uh, like twenty three? We're looking at here, you know, yeah, pretty yeah. young, whatever, twenty four. Um, but 
uh yeah i just i think uh a lot of people like to point out how he made the pro bowl last year which is not actually true he made it like through the madden fan vote but that doesn't that's not making the pro bowl like that's not an actual pro bowl selection like anyway uh getting off of that and getting on to i am shocked ben that this number was given out this soon they gave malcolm jenkins 27 to a fourth round cornerback in zach mcpherson now, mind you, this is a team that hasn't given out 25 for Shady and hasn't given out 87 for Brent Selleck. But sure, we'll just give 27 out one year after Malcolm Jenkins leaves the team. I mean, this is a good, well, it's a good number for Zach McPherson. Although mm-hmm. I think actually a higher 20 is better on a safety. Uh, I don't love this for him as a corner, but what are we doing here? You're Malcolm too particular Jenkins. about your corner safety designations, man. Look, this is an exact science. This isn't just like <laughs> preference or right, something. These are like, analytics. Is... We can't manipulate yeah. the data to be what we want. We have to accept it. Um, Selleck and Shady were both Eagles draft picks, right? Yep. And then Malk wasn't. So that's what it is, right? Yeah, but he's like the best free agent signing yeah, he, in franchise Malk, history. Right? And he man. won a Super Bowl. And he meant so much to the team. Yeah. That does bother me a little bit. Now, I, like, it didn't bother me until you mentioned it. Now it bothers me. Like, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to retire it necessarily, but can we put it on ice maybe for, like, a couple more seasons? Maybe at least until he's done playing? Like, the Eagles are going to play the Saints this year. I think host him again. And, like, Malcolm Jenkins is going to, like, see Zach McPherson in 27 being, like, And also, like, (laughs) Malk had a little bit of, like, a a difficult departure just because of the whole contract situation. Um, But also, like, he wasn't in the wrong. Like He still lives in Philly, too, by the way. Like, this is, like... He's the Philly guy. Oh my like, gosh. He yeah. is now. This gets at least. worse by the second. I didn't even think about this. Um, I think 27 is, is okay for McPherson. I'd like to see him sure. in a single digit because he's a real thin dude. Uh, and yeah. so I think he'd look good on a single. What's I, I don't think there's a single digit available to him, though, is there? Uh, I don't know. It is going to look, look weird if he ends up starting just like two and 27 right. as your starting cornerback. That is, so I was thinking about that. Like two is cool for Darius Slay, but also just having one guy in the secondary wearing a single digit does also kind of stink. Yeah, I don't love that. Uh, so let's move on to 28 with his Anthony Harris. I think we talked about him earlier this year, so we don't have to get too deep on it. I actually think uh, 28 is a good number, again, in a vacuum. But on him, I liked uh, 41 for yeah, him. Yeah, 41 was cool. I dug it. Especially, like, it signified how he came up. Like, he was, what, undrafted? And then, like, he, he you know, he's kind of made right. it big. and But he kind of had that vestige of the 41 number to, to keep with him. And now, uh, again, 28, good in theory, but it hasn't really worked out. I mean, Earl Wolf had 28. Will Parks had 28. Hasn't really been working out for Eagle safeties here. Uh, Avante Maddox is number 29. I like Avante. Still I hope fine, he plays yeah. better this year. This is a good example uh, of... Wide number for small player helps. Ah, oh, looks bigger sure. than he is because we're in twenty nine. Clever. Absolutely true. We have. Let me make sure. Okay, so number thirty. I almost missed it. Uh, Jacoby Stevens, Ben. He is being listed officially as a linebacker, even though he's six one two twelve. On can the linebackers Eagles wear thirty? They can wear. So you didn't listen to me earlier. One through forty nine. Yeah, yeah, they can. They can. They can. They can. One through forty nine. So, but it's a safety number, and he's wearing it at linebacker. So. Yeah, 30 would not look so good at what, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, off of my watch of Jacoby Stevens, his best position in the league is, like, special teams. Uh, <laughs> you know, which is a little mean, but 
he really doesn't have a good fit on defense. He came in as like a high five-star recruit and was never able to settle into place. Uh, and usually that just means that the eyes and the, the, the coverage understanding are not there. And so you like him as a special teams player, which is where he was drafted. Um, so 30 is fine for that, but I don't know. I like, oh man, 30. It doesn't look good anywhere. It looks good on Corey, but Corey was a core special teamer. Yeah, it's his special, yep. it's special team number. Moving on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> There's no way to talk around which, it. Transitioning from that, from 30 to 31 for Craig James, like we, we talked about this change the last time we did a podcast. I 31's a starting number to me, and I respect uh, even, um, sadly, uh, Nicole Roby Coleman yeah. last year, but... Uh, I respect Craig James' ambition to be a starter. I can't fault him for that. But at the same time, sometimes you have to know your role, as The Rock would once mm-hmm. say, I believe. Uh, and I like 39 in him. Because like, I saw 39, it's like, oh, that's Craig James. He's a special teams captain. He's a backup cornerback. When I see 31, I'm like, oh, it's a starter. Wait, no, it's not ideally because it's Craig James. So uh, I think it's a, like, a little too big for your britches kind of number. Uh, it's a good number, but... I don't think the fit is right. It's kind of like the Marcus right. Epps thing. I can hear you on it's too big for your britches, but also like if there's going to be a position to which you aspire to have a number, of course, right? It's corner because it's corner. a super confident corners are fun, and b Craig James is probably the third best corner on the roster proven right now. You know, Zach McPherson yeah. question mark, but Lavert Hill, Kavon Seymour, those guys like forty one, forty seven. Graylin Arnold is thirty seven. Like, yeah, he's. He's the third best corner, barring whatever McPherson is. So I get it, I guess. So we have two players at 32, Jason Huntley, who I think has a chance to make the team this year just because he might be the team's top kick returner. Um, I think that's fine for him, whatever. I don't. I really don't feel strongly about that. A former Lions running back, one of the two on the Eagles roster, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And also being worn by now a tryout player. We're going to touch on the tryout players here. We're recording this on Saturday, May 15th at 8.23 p.m. So as of right now, these Eagles or these players are not officially on the Eagles roster. It's possible they sign one or two or three or four or five. They have five in minicamp with them this weekend. Um, Benny Walls, Ben, stop me if you've heard of him, is a safety from Temple. He's a Philly native, so probably just doing a local guy a favor by giving him a tryout, but he's 32 too, so good for him getting a tryout. Great name. Uh, okay. Makes me think of uh, what was uh, – what was the Ohio State running back that uh, it was Beanie Wells, right? Yeah, Chris Wells. You remember him? No, nope. I'm just saying, yep, to agree. Beanie Wells, yeah, Beanie Wells was a uh, a big fan favorite back in the day. Um, when we look at 33, we have Elijah Holyfield, and I think this is sneakily one of the best underrated uh, numbers on the Eagles roster. Now, you think about Jim Otto, Ben. Okay. And he used to wear zero zero, which, by the way, the NFL should bring just bring that back. We're talking about expanding jersey numbers. Why can't we wear wear zero anymore? Single or double or, digit, both. Yeah, well, yes, yes, they should. I think you can probably. It might be like an NBA thing where like you can only have one of those players on the team. Where so you can either do double zero on a team or zero. You can't have both on the same team. You, you understand what I'm right, saying? Yeah, yeah. But you can pick one of the two. Anyway, um, but Elijah Holyfield, he's an E in his first name. He's an E in his last name. You turn backwards, 33. Boom. Great jersey number. That's a, a, that's a reach, but I'll allow it. Carry <laughs> <laughs> um, on Johnson wore 33 in Detroit, I think. Yes. And he is now 34. 
in Philly. And he, I, he'll, how do you feel about the carry on pickup? Yeah, he'll play. He'll play. Uh, I think he'll take thirty three because I don't think Holyfield will stay. Which I like Holyfield coming out, so there's no way he's going to be yeah. good. Um, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, good. He, I mean, see, better than Jordan Howard in the Jordan Howard role, and will be rostered. It's a question of for how long does he remain healthy, and if and when he does get injured. Are you going? Is he going to be like an IR player? Going to be out for the year? Is it going to be like a nagging thing? Whatever, because he just has not been able to stay healthy nor retained juice following his injuries. Um, but in terms of like physical goal line back, and I was bringing up, you know, why the staff won't like Sanders. Johnson's a really, really dedicated and smart player in terms of how he gets to the hole. So like short yardage is the sort of guy you want carrying it. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has like the like Garrett Blunt role, but also I don't think he can take on the Garrett Blunt volume if you just think of like mm-hmm. the style of player and the situations in which he'll be used johnson has the ability to break off some of those big runs just because he's good following his blocks he got good tempo and everything i just uh so if he's healthy he's gonna play i just don't think he's gonna be available for 17 18 games which really sucks i definitely think that's a concern um i missed one we skipped over one by accident uh wow. i know what a disaster unprofessional podcast because over here he is a tryout player. He is the younger brother, or sorry, he's the older brother of uh, Ifatu Malafonwu, is Obi Malafonwu, who was a second round pick by the Raiders uh, in 2017, I believe. And a uh, really freaky athlete in terms of, like, you look at his uh, spider chart, he's like 98 percentile height, 97 percentile weight, 95 percentile 40 yard dash at 4.4 seconds, uh, 99 uh, percentile vertical. 99 broad so yes. uh freaky athlete obviously hasn't really manifested in anything in the nfl but uh the eagles are listening him at corner which i think is kind of significant because he's previously been lining up at safety in the nfl uh he's only a tryout player so no guarantee the eagles even sign him he's wearing number 33 but i think it would be intriguing if they did sign him and probably feels like taking a where it feels like it's worth taking a chance on that when you don't have much at corner anyway it's hey why not take like a, a lottery ticket chance on this guy um any quick thoughts on him don't think he's going to be a very good player. Love the testing. All right. Uh, hope, Let, let's move hope, on. <laughs> hope, hope he has a good tryout. Uh, 34, we touched on with Kirion. So 35, Boston Scott. You know, I think it's good. It's good on Boston Scott. What can I say? Yeah. There's nothing more. Uh, 36, Shaquille, 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 Taylor. One of those. <laughs> Cornerback, the Eagles. I think he was like the first official signing of the Nick Sirianni era. Obviously has connections to Jonathan Gannon because he played for the Colts. 36 for a cornerback. I say this every year we do this podcast. I can never not think of Brian Westbrook when I think of 36. And I think a lot of fans have said that throughout the years. It's like, why didn't they retire that number? Right. Um, and also, like, 36 and, isn't a conventionally good number. So it's like, it's not even good for Taylor, but it was no. great for Westbrook. And it should just be Westbrook forever. Kenny Gainwell, to me, should be wearing 36. Nah, that is what you should be wearing take. instead of 34 or, or 14. Sorry. Um, Graylin Arnold is number 37, and I think Graylin Arnold has a chance to potentially make the team. Uh, the Eagles had a draftable grade on him last year, and they signed him as an undrafted rookie free agent. They kept him around on the practice squad. They called him up to the roster a little bit. I thought he did some nice things in training camp. If he has another strong camp this year, I think he has a chance to stick on the roster. Not really expecting him to play much, but I think he has a chance to make the team. Did Was he the one who changed his number recently, or was that Elijah Riley? So we'll get to him in a little bit. Okay, uh, it was Riley. Michael Jaquette is 38. Uh, I think that is a great number for him because he's a bigger corner, and 38 just looks like a bigger number. It's filled out. 
he's also Michael Jaquette the third, so he has a number in the threes. Mm-hmm. There's some symmetry or something Jaquette, there. Dude, that Jaquette just, game last year will live in infamy forever. I'm the, now such a Michael game? Jaquette fan. Or the Cowboys game, the one where he got toasted. No, 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 no the first one. Who Which is both play? games. Uh, the Cardinals. Yes, the he, Cardinals he, game. Like, he did a respectable job on DeAndre Hopkins relative to what you could reasonably expect out of Yeah, Michael and it Jaquette. was fun because we had reached a point in the season where we were like, all right, everything is chaos. We're all going to die. And then Jaquette like, had a pick. We were all like, yeah! And he forced a fumble. I think he stripped uh, Hopkins at one point. So like, mm-hmm. Or was it Kyler? I thought so. Yeah, yeah it was Kyler. I think you're right. Um, I think he knocked the ball out of yeah. uh, Hopkins' hands at one point for a PBU. Like, Yeah, so good on Michael Jaquette. Um, but Elijah Riley switched from 48, which is not a good number, objective, like in a vacuum. But I think made sense in Elijah Riley, as I said. Like, if you look back at Eagles history, Wes Hopkins, really good safety for the Eagles. He wore 48. And I just kind of, it's not a good number, again, like on its own. But because of the, the Eagles history of it, uh, and because Riley is this undrafted rookie free agent at an army, I thought it made sense for him. But like, the aesthetic of 39 is probably an upgrade. Yes. Also, I liked him in 48 just because he was like an army guy. And it felt like 48 is a very like, right. It's like a hard a Swiss army knife. Middle, right, exactly. Middle of the roster number, right. Where 39, like I'm completely ambivalent to 39. I'd rather you be in a bad number and have the ability to like make it good than be in a number like 39, which I was like, do not have even a feeling towards. Kevin or Kayvon. Mm-hmm. Kevin? It's, it's Kayvon. Kevin with an O. It's like, it's Kayvon, I think. Kevin. Kayvon. I'll look it up. Seymour. 41. Cornerback. I don't like 41 for a quarterback. I think if Ronald Darby wearing that during the Super Bowl run, terrible choice. Uh, Maxwell was 31. All right. Kayvon, Seymour. Just don't love 41 on him. Like, that's... Zach McPherson should be wearing that. Byron Maxwell was in 41 in Seattle. That's what he was in. Okay. Okay. 31 here. I was positive he wasn't 41 at some point. Okay. So, Kayvon. Kayvon Wallace is number 42. And... I think a lot of people are assuming like he's going to have like this big breakout year and he might, and I would like to see that, but I am not a hundred percent sure he is going to play over Marcus Epps. I didn't know people thought he might have a big breakout year. That's new information to me. I think people are high on uh, Kevon. No, I, I, I'm on Michael Jaquette, man. I Jaquette over Seymour. That's my big time NFL <laughs> camp take. That's the camp battle I'm okay. looking for in Philly. I mean, you would hope so. I mean, Seymour is like, what? He's like 27 or something. He's not like a young guy. Like, he kind of just like is what he is at this point. Yeah, he's 27, uh, and then Jaquette is 24. Let's see. I didn't skip over any. Let's get to 43, which is not being used. Uh, Kayvon Wallace, 42. Please and thank you. I, I said that. I, I said I touched on him. I thought you were only on Kayvon Seymour. I said people. Oh, I think you misunderstood me. I said <sighs> people are thinking Wallace is going to have a big year. Oh, you got confused because I said Kayvon twice because they're right next to each other yes, on the roster. And I wasn't sure if you were still yeah, okay. trying to play around with this first name or not. Nope. Uh, okay, then I do. I do think Wallace has the potential to have a nice second year because I liked him a lot coming out. Okay. Uh, good athlete, gonna be able to play the nickel. Uh, I hope that they give him some more traditional coverage reps instead of just letting him be like a box run fill guy because that's what they were using him as last year. And that's not what he is. Could he be your starting slot corner? <sighs> it's tricky. I want to. I, I don't really know if McPherson can play the slot right now. I don't think he can. Uh, so I think you could have Wallace start in the slot, but I think ideally McPherson gets that job by the end of the year, if not next year. And I wouldn't want to ruin Seymour, or excuse me, ruin Wallace's ability to be a starting safety for me by making him my band aid at nickel corner 
and then setting him behind for a year in terms of being like an Anthony Harris or Ronnie McLeod replacement because Harris might be gone next year and McLeod's not getting any younger. So you do need to like let Kayvon actually develop into that, into like an actual safety alignment and safety responsibilities. Rick Lovato is the Eagles long snapper. He's wearing number 45. That is perfectly fine. Uh, Jameson Houston, 46. And Adrian Killens also wearing 46. Both numbers that those players will <laughs> be changing if they somehow make the roster, which I don't think they will be. Uh, any thoughts on that? Jameson Houston's a great name. It's two last names as <laughs> your whole name. Yeah, which uh, I have. I have a theory that Anybody with two uh, two first names as their whole name in the NFL is like bad news. But Jameson Houston's excuse me, two first names as your whole name is bad news. Two last names as your whole name, two last names. That's good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What What about like a McLeod Bethel Thompson that used to be on the? I don't Eagles even know side. how to parse that. Yeah, we haven't. We don't have analytics like for that yet. Three last names as your entire name and hyphenated. Um, Lavert Hill. I think is a great name. By the way, I just I love that. For Another yeah, it's a great Levert name. Hill. Um, but that's not what we're here for. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's the Don't name even, analytics podcast coming out. Not next even week. going down. <laughs> uh, he's forty-seven. He's a slot guy. Um, again, a guy that I presume would be changing if he made the team. I think he needs to change if he made the team. But also forty-seven uh, on offense, and this is terrible. But Trevon Grimes, who we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, six-four, two twenty-three. Undrafted rookie free agent from Florida receiver. I mean, if they're moving him to tight end, which I don't think they are, um, especially at what I just said, like two twenty three. But um, if they did, that's fine. But they're not. So forty seven is awful. Yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible, I don't know why like, they're doing that. Then that's not necessary. Give him seventeen. He should be wearing seventeen because he's like an X, right? He should be wearing mean, yeah, ideally. seventeen. He's wearing anything besides forty seven. Man, forty seven is disrespectful. I one hundred percent agree. <sighs> Even worse, I would say though. Is, I. 48, which is what? What were you going to say? I just, I, I, I really thought Grimes had a good chance to make the roster. And now I see he's wearing 47 mm. and doesn't feel as good as it did. The hopes are over. Uh, Jamon Osmond is 48. Oh, also a wide receiver. Uh, just really not a good look. And sharing that number with Eagles' final pick of their nine picks in the 2021 NFL draft, Patrick Johnson, who again, being listed at linebacker. Uh, at six two two forty. If he's playing so, the on ball Sam role, right, which is like stand up linebacker over the tight end on the line of scrimmage, can pass rush because he was a pass rusher at Tulane. Uh, forty eight's mm-hmm. good. I like that. That that's the correct vibe. If he's okay, an actual stack but, linebacker, forty eight's kind of weird. I think the former is more. Realistic, yeah. So, which, like, also, think, if they draft him to be a stack linebacker, they're dumb as rocks. It's not what he did at college, yep. and there's no reason to believe he's going to be better at that in the pros than he will be as a rush player. So, I think, I think they're they're being clear with their oh, Jannard Avery's a linebacker thing, and the Patrick Johnson pick that they're trying to get at least a sub package Sam guy, right? Because obviously, neither one of those players are guys you want starting. It's not going to be like Anthony Barr always being on the field for Minnesota, but it's going to be a similar role that they can at least pull out in sub packages pull out on third down and have that player that shorter stockier linebacker who also has some pass rush juice alex singleton is in number 49 and i think that's totally worked out well for him here so no need to change it it's all it's all good yeah uh why don't we take a break here ben because it's time to so we'll throw it to break again right now after this 
Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Back here on BGN Radio. Let's get into the 50s now, Ben. Eric Wilson, as we hit the 50-minute mark, and I get concerned that we're running too long. Uh, 50. We've gone that far? Uh, oh, my goodness. Eric Wilson, linebacker that the Eagles signed from the Vikings this offseason. Uh, sure. Why not? Great. Yeah, he'll he'll start. He'll totally play. fine. It's totally good start. No issues. Good no umbrage with that number. Uh, previously worn by Duke Riley, I believe. Landon Dickerson. Now here's a here is a yeah. very discouraging one. fifty-one for Landon Dickerson. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, if Landon Dickerson is gonna be a center, I think that makes it more salvageable. But if he is playing a guard, I mean, fifty-one. Like the amount of people I, who just told I, me right away, like, listen, once Matt Pryor gets cut, he's going to move to 69. It's like, all right. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I was just going to say that's the saving that. grace. Yes. That's fine. If that's the yes. plan and that gets executed, I have yes. no issues with that. Mm-hmm. However, I do not think it's a lock that Pryor is cut. Ergo, I do not think it is a lock that 69 becomes available. Uh, it's 51 is terrible for your second yes. round pick wearing he 51. He can't stay in 51. Just... He can't. He's never going to stay healthy. He, he will 100% be hurt all the time if he doesn't change to 69. Um, 52. Davion Taylor. Man, what a fine number for a player who I don't know will ever be. If he's going to be good, it'll be because he's wearing 52. So there's a chance. Non-zero chance now because he got the correct number. Rashad Smith wearing... Wait, did I miss someone? No, I didn't. Rashad Smith wearing 53... A lot of people probably don't even know who Rashad Smith is, and he was a member of the Cowboys for a little bit last year. He, he originally signed with the Bears as an undrafted rookie free agent, um, spent some time in the Eagles practice squad last year, got in a little bit of game action, mostly on special teams. Uh, 53 is a pretty good number for the back of the roster kind of linebacker, so that's like uh, that's a number. It's like, oh, I have a chance to make the team, maybe. Good luck to Rashad Smith. Sean <laughs> Bradley... 54. I feel like Sean Bradley might be like my favorite kind of yes. under the radar yes, like yes. breakout player, like not, you know, going to be a star by any means, but like could have a meaningful role in the defense could be something nice. Sean Bradley made the best coverage play of any Eagles linebacker against the Saints last year. And yeah, you love that play. ran a four, five, one, 40 yard dash. And that's all I need to know. Please. I swear to God, put him on the field. Brandon Graham, 55. Classic. It's, it's great. Love it. What can you say? 
Uh, Isaac Samalo, Ike, making a big change from 73 to 56, which is what he wore, in fairness, at Oregon State. Mm -hmm. Again, kind of what I just said about Dickerson. If Samalo is going to be the center of the future and replace Kelsey, then 56 is fine. If he's going to stay at guard... I don't love it. Well, I think I think it like remember when Samalo came out and he was like he had tackle size, he can be a tackle backup, right? And now it's very very clear he's not going to be that. This reflects that reality. Now it's a guard, maybe a center instead of a guard, maybe a tackle. Uh, and I think that when Kelsey retires, I was going to say he's the presumed guy, but I think probably it's Dickerson now, right? I don't know. Eli, they're both I, in the fifties. Yes. They're both clearly in the running. They're both positioning themselves for that desirable center role though i think kelsey's an iron man is just gonna live forever and never ever ever leave ever please jason don't leave ever also wearing number 56 is another tryout player linebacker from jefferson hills pa went to virginia uh he is zane zandier linebacker it's a great um, name so there you go he's also wearing 56 56 akeem jordan back in the day ben great number mm-hmm. for uh him Really love that. Um, 57 is TJ Edwards, who... Okay, fine. Keep, yep. yep. He's been yep. here. TJ. Congrats to TJ. And he's going to play again because Eagles linebacker core is bad again. Denard Avery is still listed at defensive end, officially, on the Eagles roster page. I don't know if sale. that means anything. But uh, there's talk that he's going to you know, move. I think his trainer, Quincy Avery, if I'm not... Is that no, who said it? Someone said it. Yeah, Avery's a quarterbacks, quarterbacks coach, mm-hmm. but I think I think Gennard Avery's name tricked me into thinking it was Quincy Avery. No relation, I, I don't think. Anyway, uh, fifty-eight, whatever. Uh, fifty-eight is a great number because I think of Trent Cole and Gennard Avery is like nothing close to Trent Cole. So how dare you? How dare Avery you? has a better chance of sticking as a pass rusher than he does of sticking at linebacker. Well, sure, but but neither chance is large. <laughs> So, uh, I forget who the name of the guy. I think it was the number 110 overall pick is what the Eagles ended up giving up in this year's draft for Gennard Avery. The Browns drafted. The Browns drafted. Oh, they drafted Tommy Tungi. No, no, no. James Hudson. James Hudson. The tackle out of Yes, that's who. Fine pick. Okay. So, you would have rather had that pick than. Yes. (laughs) Gennard Avery. Uh, Yes, that's a hard yes on that one. Uh, Joe Bocci. Bocci Ball is oh my god does he actually get called bocce ball i mean if he plays linebacker he should be right he's like bouncing around i don't know um he's working number 59 which is again good number makes me think of D'Amico ryan's now defensive coordinator for the 49ers um back of the roster guy uh has a chance to make the roster just because you know respectable member um yeah that's all i have if the eagles sign jordan hicks back or trade for jordan hicks what number is he gonna wear is he gonna get 58 from avery uh I don't think they will, first of all. Um, he's been uh, a lot of something I saw when like, everyone thought he was like great the year after the Eagles let him go. Like his, his coverage numbers were like terrible. And I've since seen that echoed by a lot of different Cardinals, like writers and yeah, such. He'd like, be a two just... down thumper. So he'd be. And that makes sense, too. Like he had so many injuries. Like he's just not, <laughs> he's like stapped. Like he's just not the guy he was early on in his career. And I love Jordan. I loved Jordan Hicks, like pre injury and just when he kind of just became and you couldn't have paid him there's no there's no way the eagles could have paid him like you're we all complain about eagles and injuries you can't pay the injured guy some big contract anyway um 60 obviously chuck ben is not going to be given out 
61, Raekwon Williams, back to the roster defensive tackle. Still makes they no typically sense tend to be in the 60s. <laughs> the fact it's that he's tough. stuck on it's the roster tough. and is wearing 61 is the greatest Eagles win of last season. Change my mind. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough look. Uh, 61 also being worn by tryout player Caleb Beninock, who has some experience in the NFL, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I was with the Bucks for a little bit. Offensive tackle, uh, Iowa, or wait, UCLA. UCLA. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, whatever. Jason Kelsey, 62. Obviously, great number. Jack Driscoll, 63. I still don't like this. I think it's a guard number. I said this last year when we were analyzing it. He should be wearing a number in the 70s. It's too low. I don't love it. Unless he ends up playing at guard, then it's fine. 64. Stop me. if I, I want to run through these. If you have anything, stop me. Because we're getting through some of uh, the, the yeah, dog days I, here. Uh, Matt Leo is number 64. He's a 29-year-old first-year player. He just turned 29. He was their like international yeah, yeah. guy last year. He wasn't eligible to play last year because of that international thing. Or he could have if they signed him to the 50-man roster, which they were never going to do. Um he has a chance to make the team this year. Although, again, are you really keeping like a twenty-nine-year-old first-year yeah, player? Like huge. When though, you're kind he? of, he's six foot eight, and uh, I I don't have the I think he's or, yeah two eighty. Yeah. Yep. So he's big, and I liked his effort in training camp last year. I don't know if I saw like a lot of skill, but he seems like he he really busts his butt. So that's good. That's that's exactly the kind of player you want in training camp. Like someone who's gonna like you know try not to you know. Not to the point where you're hurting other people, like Ernie Sims, but, you know, enough to actually, like, get good practice reps and kind of work the uh, young offensive linemen and kind of, like, you know, actually make them compete. We know Nick Sirianni loves a competition, so at 64, it's fine for him. 64, also being worn by Brett Toth, who is still a developmental. Is still, still around. I think might be kept around this year. The Eagles really seem to like him. Uh, they went out of their way to get him after the Cardinals cut him last year, so still around. Uh, then we have Lane Johnson, number 65. What can you say? It's worked out for him. Uh, we have Rosh, Ross, Ross Pierschbacher, Baker. I think actually it might oh, be. Yeah. I think I was looking at the pronunciation guide one, guide one time and it did say Baker. In any case, 66 center. Uh, that is a number that like, uh, Landon Dickerson, if he doesn't take 69 for some reason, if let's say prior is still around, he could at least go up to 66. Yeah, 66 would be far preferable. I agree. Um, Nate Herbig, Herbie, I like Herbie, uh, probably more than you do. I thought he, I thought he played well last year. I really did. And maybe I'm crazy. I feel like he could be a starter in the NFL. Maybe not ideally a starting for you, but I feel like he can do it. I feel like at the very least he can be a really good backup interior player. 67 is totally fine for him. Yeah, he played well in the sense that no other Eagles were playing well, so Herbert played well. Uh, did I skip over any? Oh, I skipped over to 66, Jaquan Bailey, who is undrafted rookie free agent out of Iowa State. Yeah. And so not unlike his teammate, or former teammate, and Matt Leo. Um, yeah, kind of weird. If you look at Jaquan Bailey's spider graph is a 4-3 defensive end. It's horrible. He is not very athletic at all and like very undersized. But he's also listed at 246 there, which is interesting because that was, I guess, at his pro day, right? And He played uh, like the 260s. He played like base yeah. defensive He's listed end. at 260. He played the same the role roster. Milton Williams played for Louisiana Tech hmm. at 260. He's a tough cookie. Um Body types are totally different. Obviously, the athleticism he pro- also slightly he had good different. production. 
he started a ton. Like he, like he played, yeah, yeah, forever, right? And so he's he's a, he's a coach's guy. Zero percent surprise Sirianni likes him, at least enough to bring him in as UDFA. Moving on to sixty nine, Matt Pryor, nice. I think I think this is the end of the line for Matt Pryor. It's it's it his final be. year of his rookie deal. Like, what is the upside of keeping him? Like, he's going to be a free agent in this offseason anyway. Like, if it's a tie, you have to keep the younger, right. like, undrafted guy who has more team control. Like, I just – I and we've just seen enough out of him where we know he's not a starter. In the, like, we just know that. He's just – he's not played well. Uh, I just – it's just time. Like, it's he – was, he's was a perfectly fine six-round pick. You got a couple years out of him. He made some starts. He wasn't great, but, like, whatever. Uh, but it's just time. It's – it's too good of a number too for him to have sixty nine and like not be you know a good player. It's like it's just tough. What are we doing here, Matt? If he wants to change his number to a bad number, that could help his chances of making the team. Uh, very unselfish move of him, but I don't think he will. Right. So uh, that puts us at I just said sixty nine, so seventy, seventy one, seventy seventy two is now. I don't know how this guy's first name is pronounced, but I want to say Coyote because I think that's a really badass uh, the name. Buffalo kid, Coyote. Awoshika, I believe it is pronounced. Uh, yes, the Buffalo tackle who has some nasty clips I've seen on Twitter. I think Fran has put some of those out. Fran and Ben people, but are big fans of his, yeah. Yes, the Eagles are listing him at guard, which is significant. Um, I, I want to point out, too, that Landon Dickerson is officially listed as OL. I think he's like the only player that might be listed as that. Played all five um, positions in his career, man. Well, there you go. But uh, Awoshika is officially listed at guard. He is 72. That's a tackle number. Like, give Jack Driscoll 72, uh, which used to be worn by what? Trey Thomas? Like, that's a, yeah. that's a good number. And give give Coyote number 63. Like, let's, let's switch those. Anything okay. to get Jack Driscoll to stick, because I thought Jack actually played well yesterday, last year, as opposed to the Nate Herbig narrative, which was, in mm-hmm. my opinion, misguided and, and unforgiven. But yeah. Still love him. I would take Owashike over Toth, over Pryor over a lot of the guys that are mm. currently there at guard. I'm not sure, but at tackle. Yes. Off of what he did in college. We have Harry Kreider at 73 taking kind of, so like this is the kind of a situation where you're in a good spot where Samalo decides to change his number kind of later on and 73 gets opened. And that's a pretty good number. Although again, and I'm going to say this about Luke Jariga too, who was also listed as a center. Why are we having centers? Wearing seventies, that doesn't make sense. That is not good. We should like again. So Jack Driscoll should be wearing like, seventy four. Tackles are the highest numbers, and then guard like tackle seventies, guard sixties, centers fifties. That's pretty much what you want. Guard should not be in seventies. They shouldn't. Like that's just that's not right. Do I say guards? Centers should not be in seventies. It doesn't look right to me. It's just, it's just I'm not, more upset by tackles in lower numbers than interior players in higher numbers. I don't mind that nearly as much. So like ta- guard, well, center and seventy kinda, doesn't bother me too much. Tackle in those things kind of go hand in hand though. No 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 no. Like if it was an offensive line of all seventies, I'd be more fine with that than an offensive line of all fifties. I agree with that. Yeah. I, so I like I, it, if, if yeah. we're going by that. I like a center in like seventy seven, like well, whatever. You know what I mean? Seventy two, cool. Live your dreams. Whenever there's like a tackle in like fifty eight, I'm like, what are you doing? Like that's not even real. Well, they they couldn't do that. They can now because of the of the new rule where like any offensive line can wear in the fifties. It was only centers. Um, Let's go to where were we at here? We left off at 74 with Jiriga Um, 75. I like this number a lot for Taron, Taron, Taron. It's Taron, Taron Jackson, Mm -hmm. uh, rookie defensive end from coastal Carolina. I think 
I was thinking like if he could be Vinny Curry, exactly, that would be a great right. seventy five. Great draft good juju. It was Curry, and then it was Josh Sweat. And if you can end up just Vinny Curry, let alone Josh Sweat, which you're not going to end up Josh Sweat, you're not a great athlete. Uh, that's awesome. Seventy five is a good like that. If I were a developmental Eagles edge, like if I were Joe Osman, I would have tried to snag seventy five before one of the rookies could get it. So, uh, red flag, bad judgment on Joseph there. <sighs> Ty McGill is. In 76, just run-of-the-mill. Run-of-the-mill McGill, like definition. <laughs> there we go. Uh, looks really bad. Oh, my gosh. Andre spot, Dillard's still on the roster. I've been talking about 10 different tackles. I've just completely forgotten Andre Dillard's here. Casey Tucker is also on the roster at 76 as a tryout player. Previously, he's been on the roster. At 76, but, uh, We right? don't need to talk about him. Yeah, yeah, at 76. Andre Dillard's 77. He is still here, Ben. That's stunning to me that he's still here. For now, at least. I like. I don't see how it's so weird. Like, it feels like my lotta should start. It feels like he almost will start. But like, how are you keeping Andre Dillard as a backup? Because he doesn't have value as a backup he other than the play either. left tackle only. Yeah, he can't play. Like, so like, what are we doing here? And I think it's pretty like known that like the Eagles don't feel amazing about him. And like, I, I don't like. I don't think his trade value is ever really getting higher. So I think it might be a point where, like they're just gonna have to sell low on him and take the L and get something as opposed to waiting too long and then getting nothing. Even I don't even know if you can get anything for yeah, him. I honestly, I think other teams like realize what the situation is too. So pretty Which, depressing. I mean, like if there's for, if there's gonna be a place you're gonna snag a young player from and bring him along, it'll be snagging him from Philly because no young players have developed in Philly in years. Josh Sweat. Who else? In terms of like recently drafted player who has gotten better. Like you can't even argue like Goddard or Maddox. They were as good as they were when they got here. You know what I mean? They kind of haven't really gotten better with their issues or anything. So like I would get a team trading for Dillard on that basis because no development was happening in Philly under the previous coaching staff, front office, organization, whatever. Uh, but at the same time. But. What's that? No, go ahead with your I was butt. Gonna, I was going to say, the butt, the butt is the coming. The butt is that Dillard has never looked good at all. And so it's how much are, you know, what what are we really hanging our hat on here? Um, I remember saying last year, like, somebody asked me, like, during the season, who's more likely to start week one next year, my lot or Dillard? And I said Dillard because usually a coaching staff dies on their guys. Mm. Once that coaching staff got fired, right, which I was thinking, Stoutland's back. So, like, maybe if he's really big on the Dillard camp, sure. But usually once a coaching mm. staff turns over, you run out of your, uh, you know, kind of your your leash there when you're a, p- a pick of the old roster. And so, yeah, I would be very surprised if Dillard takes any meaningful snaps of the Eagles ever again. So, Opeta is 78. That's fine. But probably not going to make the team this year because we've seen him play and he hasn't been good. Um, did I miss anyone? See little peek behind the curtain for the listeners the Eagles don't have their udfa numbers up on the site yet so i'm looking at the site but i'm also cross-referencing this uh actual physical paper roster that i have in front of me so just that's why i am double checking all right sure Rich, I know the order of numbers in the world great great number yeah. obviously for a great player hopefully he can stay healthy that would be nice uh tyree jackson formerly a quarterback ben now wearing number 80 we already talked about him earlier this year so we don't have to get deep into him but uh, I think 80 is fine for him for now. But ideally, he should change that if he does make the team at a certain point. You know, but I, I like don't think 80 he is as anyway. a tight end number. It's fine for what he is yeah. right now. If he becomes a good player, I think he needs to 
find the opportunity to upgrade. But he's a developmental guy anyway. I don't think right. he's making the team this Man. year. This is a guy who's switching. In terms of ways the now. Eagles have demonstrated how obsessed they are with the quarterback position, number one is the Jalen Hurst pick. Close second is giving out great numbers to quarterback converts. 80 to Tyree, 84 to Greg Ward, 70 to Khalil Tate. These are pr- this is prime real estate. It's all going to the next quarterbacks, baby. It really is the QB factor. It really is. Um, Jason Kroom, 81. I hate when tight ends here wear 81. 81 is a wide receiver number. It is T.O.'s <laughs> number. They should not be wearing 81. No. Bad. Get out of here, Jason Kroom. Very upset at Jason you. Kroom. I feel not strongly about this at all. I'm totally fine with him in 81. 82 is John Hightower, who I don't think is a lock to make the roster this year. I don't think that's incredibly bold to say, but I think a lot of people think he will, and I don't Hightower know. Hightower having I'm the not... freedom to snag 17 and not snagging 17 is terrible judgment. That's that's another thing going against him. You think who's more likely to make um, it, Quez or Hightower? Quez. Oh, that's strong. John Hightower is going to be 25 this summer, Ben. Like, this isn't a guy who's, like, you know, a lot of untapped potential here. Like, he probably is kind of what okay, he is at okay. this point. And he I, like, I hear you with all of your age arguments, but I think still second year in the pros, uh, I think it was a Juco transfer to Boise State, still qualifies as untapped potential. Like, he still has... He has some talent. You know, ...room to grow, even though he's 25. Like, if you were 24, would you say Hightower over Quez? Like, is it that much of a difference, 24 to 25? Uh, I don't know, but I think there is something significant there in terms of potential. I also, it's not just about talent here, because I think he has talent. We saw that last year in training camp. He looked really good. He had some big plays down the field last year. I think there is some kind of thing that is going on here with multiple Eagles players that I don't feel good about mentally. I just don't like how he went into the doghouse last year. That kind of signaled to me something. Like, there's some kind of red flag here. Um, Maybe it was just the coaching staff being dumb, but I don't know. I... I am not out on John Hightower. I'm just saying, like, I'm not assuming he's making the team this year. I'm just, I'm not there. I, I hope he has a good offseason. I want to see it. Caleb Wilson, 83. Chris Wilson's son, former Eagles defensive line coach. First person Doug Peterson uh, hugged after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, whatever. Caleb Wilson, just 83, fine. Yeah. I mean, he could make the team as a third tight end, but Josh I Perkins, don't know. Baby. There's no ju- no juice. Not around anymore, Ben. Uh, Greg Ward, number 84. Yeah, fine. I would hope that Greg Ward isn't starting for this team. And by starting, I mean like getting top three wide receiver snaps because mm-hmm. for as much as Greg Ward can do some nice things, he is just not dynamic in any way. We and all have so like much little... riding on Travis Fogan being good. If he's not, man, oh, buddy. He needs to be. He's got to be. Uh Zach Ertz, we'll get to him in a bit, because first we have Jack Stoll, undrafted. Nice rookie, transition. I liked it. I liked agent. it. Uh, which, is, uh, which is interesting, because I thought they, I had been saying, like, they've been keeping 85 open, and I wonder if that means they're going to bring Dick Rod back, because he was wearing 85 last, but maybe they're not now. Jack Stoll has that number. Um, that's fine. He shaved his mullet, so that's not yeah, cool. Yeah, not as good. Um, 85 is a great number, though. Not as good. It's uh, reminds me of a James Casey. That's what I think of when I see a uh, tight end wearing uh, 85. So that's what if he could be that, like this third string tight end who plays special teams and maybe has like eight catches the whole season, mm-hmm. that'd be great. That'd be I like Stoll coming out for what he is, which is that exactly what you're saying. Okay. Um, 86 is Zach Ertz. I don't think he's going to be on the team this year. And I don't think the Eagles will be giving out that number for a while. If they did, it would be insane that they give out 86 before 87. Who's taking a snap for this so. year? Commit right now. It's the, it's, it, we're an hour into the Jersey for? Analytics pod. No one's going to hear this. Did the Chargers add a tight end? 
Um, I do not believe like they so. have. Uh, I I really want him to go there because I have been saying that the Chargers are going to win the AFC West this year. Whoa. <laughs> uh, they they added Jared Cook and then they drafted Trey McKinney in the third round. So that's a hard yes. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, trade for Zach Ertz still. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, well Jack they can Ertz. sign him. The Eagles are probably going to have to cut him or trade him for low value. Anyway, uh, 87, Brent Selleck, we went over that. Dallas Goddard, 88, great number for him. Although I will always say the 8 in the Eagles font just doesn't look good. So it is kind of held we have back. This conversation 88 was my favorite. It's very bad. It's very bulky. Change the font. Change the jerseys, please. Dear God, new font, new jerseys. 8, 0, 6. Like, they just all look the same yep. when you're watching, like, the Eagles practice. You really notice it when you watch them practice. Like, the practice jerseys especially. Maybe not so much the games, so the pads kind of Yeah, and of you have the help, outlines like, on the, out. the numbers in the game jerseys that you don't get in the practice jerseys. Yes. Yeah, which helps. Yeah, but so at the same just... time, you still can't tell the difference between Dallas Goddard and Zachary. So, yes, there's a significant problem with your with your font. Um, well, I mean, that's a good thing in theory for in terms of uh, you know, confusing the opponent, but clearly <laughs> has not advantage. given them some massive advantage. Um, Hakeem Butler is number 89. Love Hakeem. Convert Let's go, from, baby. Yeah, rooting for him. Hakeem in 89 and, and, and Tyree Jackson in 80. I love both of those. I think it's great. Just big, <laughs> chunky numbers for big old boys trying to play tight end. Never played tight end before. Let's do it. So the Eagles have a – they drafted a safety to play linebacker. They played a pass rusher to play linebacker. And they have a quarterback playing tight end and then a wide receiver playing tight end. So a lot of quarterbacks. Lot of two quarterbacks playing here. wide receiver. Got a running yep. back wide receiver in Gainwell. Yeah. We're going to be a multiple team, man. We're just going to be multiple. We're going to do multiple things, and it's going to be multiple. 90 is Marlon Tui Pelotu. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great number for him as if you look at the the history of that number, you're looking at like Bruce Hector, Trayvon Hester, like these guys who are not going to give you interior pass rush juice or kind of just like a guy in the middle, like two down defensive tackle. Yes. I think that Tui Pelotu is as likely as any other Eagles pick to like actually have a role in your one because he's very yes. pro ready in terms of build healthy uh, historically and plays a good early down role. Fletcher Cox, 91, great number, elite number, will never be worn again, I would think, after he is done playing here. Uh, number 93 is Milton Williams, which great is a great number, number for, for a rookie third-round pick. Definitely, I think, the uh, biggest just, like stock up, because Devontae is like, stock same, right, because he wore six. Biggest stock up to me. I would I would say up for me, but okay. I'm, uh, yeah, but like I would say that like the Williams pick, I was like, all right, cool. And if he wore like, 75, I'd be like, oh, frick. When we were 93, I was like, yeah, buddy, Timmy Jernigan. I can dig it. I can dig it. And he is undersized. So you give him a bigger number as opposed right. to 170. is lean, kinda, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gives him it gives him a little more. No, it puts a little more on him. No, I'm it's, saying it's low like 90s it, is like, to me, that's like juice. That's like pass rush juice. Whereas high 90s or even 90s numbers, oh, that's yeah. too gapping. To me, if yes. you one gap and you're a penetration player, you should have an odd number at the end of your 90. And if you're a two I gap agree. player, you have an even number. But that's just the, the football yes. brain. Well, that's going back to Marlin in 90. Yeah. 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 Um, 94, Josh Sweat, you know, good number. Uh, 95, Joe Osman, it's too high of a number for him, for his size and everything. Like, I just, I think he should ideally be wearing one in the 50s or so, because he kind of looks like a linebacker. Um, But what can you do? It's Joe Osman. He's number, Joe Osman, by the way, is like DE4 on this team. He's, you know I, that, right? I, again, like, I think he's going to be there for the on-ball Sam roll. I think he's part of that rotation. I think they're going to stand him up a little bit more, even stance, let him drop into space. 
That's what I expect from him. Because it's Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Josh Wett, and like Joe Osman or Teron Jackson. Right. Like there's there's no or Patrick Johnson, whoever you want to like put in there, but like, you know, there's no clear cut fourth defensive end. Uh Javon Hargrave switched this offseason from ninety three to ninety seven. It's interesting because he is a not a big guy. He is he is undersized. He's tiny. And he's wearing a bigger number. He wore seventy nine. I forget if we like this though, right? or not. I think so. So he's doing the opposite. No, here. I don't mind that. I don't mind flipping it on its head. It's kind of like new vibes, you know. Say, uh, yeah, he was seventy nine. I think that's cool. I like. I think that's handy. I like that. It's a good sign for Hargrave, which I am praying they use Hargrave. Like, remember the whole like Hargrave got better at the end of last season because he started to like settle into the new system. I'm really praying they just let Hargrave do what he does well on the interior. Uh, and not be like a one gap player because otherwise you're just not going to get return on this contract. He's going to be, it's his head's going to be in the air year one, year two. And then by year three, even if he finally settles in, it's the final year of his deal. And that'll just piss me off. He's an objectively good player. He was not appropriately deployed by Jim Schwartz. I think you can also say he was not appropriately compensated for this team's resources. This, I think the resource allocation was yeah. not you, uh, yeah, amazing. Anybody, any they could have signed any defensive tackle at the figure at which they signed them, and you would have been like, "This is so much money in the defensive line." Because it is. You're not wrong. Well, defensive tackle specifically right. too. This is like he's like what like a 13, 16, one of those like million per year player. Like it's just, and you already had you know Cox, uh, Emily Jackson. It's just like it's just yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, and Jackson. It's like it's just, it's a lot yeah, of money. You still can't cover um, anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the final one here, Ben. We made it. It is ninety eight. It's Hassan Ridgeway. He, in theory, is kind of your DT. He, I mean, he could be your DT three, assuming that Milton Williams might not be the most NFL ready player mm-hmm. right away, which I think is fair to question. But I think at the same time, Hassan Ridgeway has played. I think something like it's like seventeen of his last fifty-one possible games, or so. Or it's like it's some number. Like he just can't stay yeah. healthy. He hasn't been able to stay healthy here. I don't even know if he's going to be the same player after having these injuries. So ninety-eight. Great number, Hassan, but and I hope you stay healthy and you make the team and you make an impact. But I just I'm not counting on it yeah. at all. And I feel like if you keep him, like you almost have to go heavier at defensive tackle either on the roster or on the practice squad because you like you can't assume he's going to stay healthy. So that's the last yeah, one. I think 100 percent it's going to be they'd like for Ridgeway to be a part of the rotation early as Williams gets a sea legs under him and to a lesser degree to below two does. But hopefully by the end of this season and if not then then by next season Ridgeway's spot in the rotation has been taken in by some of the younger guys which i like ridgeway and they could have gotten away with not making two picks at defensive tackle and just leaving him there mm-hmm. to the extent to which you trust in his health um so even if he, the eagles end up moving on from him he'll have a spot in, in the league it's just they clearly wanted to improve the defensive tackle rotation because when do the eagles not want to improve their defensive tackle rotation so we made it to the end of this marathon podcast ben we're at the hour 19 minute mark rachel is just, I feel terrible for her. Is there gonna be her first time but, ever? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, obviously, you can get in on the conversation with this podcast by tweeting at us again at Brandon Gowton, at Benjamin Solak, at BGN underscore Radio, using the hashtag Jersey Number Analytics. That is the classic hashtag that gets used. But Ben, since this is such a long episode, when we do long ones like this, I feel like it's always a good idea to give out another hashtag to let people. Uh, right. or not to let people know too, to like as a signal to the people who made it this far because you're the real ones we want to give them a little treat we want to give a special hashtag for them so they can tweet that 
at us to let us know they listen to the whole thing. Um, do you have one that we can come up with here? Do you have a, a secret hashtag, hashtag? Andre um, Dillard is still on the roster? Question mark. Okay. Well, you can't do a question mark in a hashtag, Frank. but you, we can do hashtag Andre Dillard is still on the roster. Really long hashtag, but you can figure it out. We got 280 um, characters on Twitter now. When we first started doing this, it was 140. Yeah, you, We're good. You can do that. So that's the secret hashtag. If you made it this far, and we really appreciate it. Ben, any final thoughts before we get out of here? <sighs> it's always saddening to go through the Eagles roster and A, realize how many people are on it that I do not remember, and B, realize how bad it is. The Eagles are really not going to be able to cover anybody in the back seven for like the. Th- We've done this for three years. And each time at the end of three years, I just think to myself, Eagles secondary is so bad. And again, here I am. And Eagles secondary is still so bad it's not gonna be good man it's gonna be okay but it's not gonna be good <laughs> ben it's great to hear your voice on a podcast has been too long here on the bgn feed um it's great to do this podcast with you as we do every year it's honestly no lie the jersey number post for com and the jersey number analytics podcast are some of my favorite things so it's just fun and that's what sports should be about there's a lot of discourse ben online nothing worse that gets so like like and look, I'm guilty as this as anyone. I'm not saying I'm I'm the exception here, but I think all of us lose sight of how sports are supposed to be fun. And you know, we have these disagreements and arguments, and they get heated and they get too personal, and it kind of just takes the fun out of it. At least for me, it's been a big issue that I've dealt with. Are you telling me like. that you want to talk about Ben Simmons' offensive output right now? That's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah, thank you, thank you for seeing my tweet ben the other Simmons. night. Yeah, six is the one seat, baby. Six is in six. So, uh, really appreciate the fun that we can have, and appreciate you all listening. We will have more BGN Radio episodes for you coming this week. Solak, we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, it's all going to be delicious, as Ben likes to say. You can check out all of our coverage, bleedingyournation.com. Check out the SB Nation NFL show, where we're talking about not just the Eagles, but all things NFL. Check out the NFC East mixtape, which I did with RJ recently and we're doing weekly we're talking about the division not just the eagles it's fun a lot of people are enjoying him despite the fact he's a cowboys fan so very conflicting stuff there and check out right to sell craft turkey by going to right to sell.com discount code bgn15 15 off wildnaturepet.com bgn15 for 15 off and we will talk to you next time i've been brandon lee gowton that has been benjamin select Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta. Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, 
wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.